0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.
1: From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, September 20th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, conductor Stéphane Deneuve fell in love with music as a young child in a small town in northern France.
2: I was going to a Catholic school with um, an old nun that was playing the organ. When I was 10, I was hiding to listen to her because I thought the sound of an organ was extraordinary.
1: St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin visited Deneuve as the conductor prepared for his first concert as the new music director of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. First, the news. Missouri Governor Mike Parson is pledging additional manpower and funding to help St. Louis and St. Louis County fight a wave of violent crime. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more details on the governor's crime fighting plan.
2: Starting October 1st, members of the Missouri State Highway Patrol will join a variety of task forces that focus on violent crime. They'll also be deployed along the city's highways in what Parson calls surges. A total of 25 troopers are involved. This is not the first time troopers have been a part of crime-fighting efforts. They patrolled in the city limits between July 2017 and March of last year as part of former Governor Eric Greitens' so-called St. Louis Safety Plan. Parson says he believes these new patrols will have an impact.
0: We're working with the federal and the state and the county and the city to really making sure we utilize them resources where they need to go.
2: Parson also announced he would direct $2 million of state funding to victims of crime in St. Louis. I'm Rachel Littman. St. Louis Public Radio.
1: The state of Missouri has recorded its first vaping-related death. The Department of Health and Senior Services says a man in his mid-40s died this week at Mercy Hospital in St. Louis. He had an illness associated with the use of e-cigarettes. State health officials say the man had normal lung function before starting to vape in May. His name has not been released. He was hospitalized since August 22nd the state is reporting more than 20 cases of possible vaping-related illnesses since late August. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there have now been eight vaping-related deaths in the U.S., including one in Illinois. Controversial developer Paul McKee might have another chance at more than $8 million in tax incentives for his Northside urgent care development. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron reports, the project has struggled, and the new agreement would extend construction deadlines by about two years. The Board of Aldermen will consider renewing a development agreement that partially reimburses McKee for building a three-bed urgent care on the former pruitt Igo site. Alderwoman Tamika Hubbard has proposed a bill that would update the agreement. The new terms would give McKee extensions to find financing and complete the project. By the current agreement, construction on the urgent care should have ended in February, but right now the site is a mostly empty lot. It's also not clear if the existing agreement even can be renewed since the city claims McKee failed to uphold his end of the larger Northside Regeneration Development Deal. City officials said in a statement that they're reviewing the proposal but declined to comment on whether they plan to work with the developer again. Representatives for the urgent care canceled a scheduled interview. I'm Kay Petron, St. Louis Public Radio. If you are a fan of this podcast, tell a friend. Also, tell others by writing a review or rating us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This weekend marks the beginning of the Stéphane Deneuve era at Powell Hall. The French conductor is only the 13th music director in the 139-year history of of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. It's a big milestone for the 47-year-old who comes from a working-class family, but says he discovered at an early age that he was born to conduct. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin has more.
0: The day I visit Stefan Deneve at Powell Hall, he's very excited. A piano he'd asked for was delivered to his new office the day before, and he's eager to take requests. Anything you want to hear, what, uh, what do you like? Oh man, wanna play some pop music?
2: Uh, Michael Jackson?
0: Sure. When I ask for something by Beethoven or Shostakovich, he plays a little of each, showing me how Beethoven's 23rd piano sonata influenced Shostakovich's first. But Deneuve was not hired for his piano playing. He's here for his first opportunity to lead an American orchestra as its music director. He also leads the Brussels Philharmonic, where his wife and 11-year-old daughter live. Classical conductors can get a reputation for being aloof, humorless, very protective of their status. Deneuve is different. He grew up in a small town in the north of France and was not expected to become a professional musician.
2: I have the feeling that this life that I have is a permanent bonus. My uh, father was a construction builder. My grandfather was a construction builder. My great-grandfather was also a construction builder and (laughs) was meant indeed to continue that. It's an unexpected life. So how could I not be cheerful and, and joyful that I have this life?
0: When I met with Denev last week, it was his first day of rehearsal with the orchestra as its music director. He was wearing all white, just like he did on his wedding day, in tribute, he said, to his new musical marriage with St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. His first season at the helm consciously weds French and American influences. At rehearsal, Deneuve and the orchestra work on the overture to Candide, American composer Leonard Bernstein's operatic adaptation of the novel by Voltaire. The season's formal opening concerts this weekend include George Gershwin's An American in Paris and works by French favorites Ravel and Debussy. Deneuve knows he's come a long way.
2: I was going to a Catholic school with um, an old nun that was playing the organ. When I was 10, I was hiding to listen to her because I thought the sound of an organ was extraordinary.
0: One time she found him hiding there amid the pews and suggested he take piano lessons. He did. And on his 14th birthday, he conducted a student ensemble for the first time.
2: That's uh, how I got the virus, I must say. And I decided to become um, a conductor quite early. I, I really kind of knew in me that, uh, that I would do that. I, I can now maybe reveal it. Um, for very long, I thought it was too pretentious. But actually, that I kind of never doubted. Um, I, I was quite sure from early on that um, that was my, uh, my way.
0: He says that as a young pianist playing chamber music, he was lonely, so he made his instrument the orchestra itself. As an in-demand conductor, he's gotten the chance to work around the world. Here he is leading the Royal Scottish National Orchestra in Debussy's La Mer, which is also on the program this weekend.
2: From very early on, I really Got the pleasure of sculpting the sound, of um, communicating the joy of music uh, with people. You feel so many different energies, and you try to uh, to just put them together.
0: He'll sculpt the sound in St. Louis more than a dozen times this season, in the first year of his new marriage. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Our David Cosserays edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway.